you are listening to The Janine Garner Show. Janine is a leading expert on leadership and driving influence through networking and collaboration, passionate about bringing brilliant people together to achieve remarkable results. Join Janine Garner as she shares insights, interviews and conversations, and let's together make the remarkable happen. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this very quick and short little podcast from me. There is no doubt we are living in times of uncertainty right now. Um, Some of us are in isolation, quarantined, and some of us are in self-isolation. Now more than ever, it's really important to remain connected. And what I wanted to share with you is some ideas of how you can nurture your network from home. It was really interesting, right? Because earlier this week, I ventured into the supermarket um, here in the northern beaches of Sydney with my two sons, my 11-year-old son, Carter, and my 16-year-old son, Flynn. And what was really interesting is that 15 minutes into being in the supermarket, I could actually feel my anxiety levels rising as I was almost unconsciously absorbing the panic, the fear, the feelings of other people's anxiety. I was absorbing this unconsciously into myself. My two sons also became increasingly anxious. Flynn became quite um, vocal, actually, um, really getting to some extent angry about why the shelves were empty and what people were doing and why they were buying more than they needed. And as he said to me, why can't people buy just what they need, mom? Um, because surely then there'd be enough for everyone. And I'm going, yes, yeah, I know. But this is just a reflection of what is going on in society right now. And then my 11-year-old Carter, his anxiety levels really started to escalate out of control as I could feel his fear building with his continuous, you know, why is this happening, mom? Why are the shelves empty, mom? What are we going to do, mom, if there's no food, et cetera, et cetera? And to be honest with you, it took a lot of personal uh, strength of digging deep to not throw those few items that I'd picked up for dinner that night back onto the shelves and rush out of there just to escape because, as I said, I I felt so anxious. And I actually got home and said to my husband, Jason, that's it, I'm just going to shop locally because I felt more anxious in the supermarket than I felt in the last couple of weeks. But this got me thinking about the increasingly uncertain times that we're all living in right now. You know, whether you're an adult, a child, whether you're part of the older generation, whether you're an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a service provider, a corporate executive or leader, every single one of us is affected by the daily unraveling of COVID-19 and its implications for ourselves, our families, our businesses, and of course, our futures. Here in Australia, we've had what has been colloquially named Toilet Gate, um, where for the last few weeks, um, you're really lucky if you can find some toilet roll out on the shelves of people have been crazily hoarding this. But it's also extended now to empty shelves across the board in supermarkets, you know, from managing the anxiety amongst our teams, our clients, and for me, my kids, to actually trying to remain as calm as possible as I create plan A, plan B, and plan C for our business. From the continual questioning of, should I stay or should I go? Should I venture out or should I isolate? The reality is 
The questions for many of us are many, and yet the answers are few. I think the only certainty that we all have actually is uncertainty. And it was really interesting. I was talking earlier in the week with Gabrielle Dolan. She's a a previous guest on this podcast, Unleashing Brilliance. She's a master thought leader in the art of storytelling. And we were talking about what's going on. And she said to me, Janine, I think we're living uh, and breathing um, what Maslow was talking about in terms of the hierarchy of needs and how right she is. Um, If you recall, Abraham Abraham Maslow proposed his theory of hierarchy of needs way back in the 1940s um, in a paper called A Theory of Human uh, Motivation. And in this, he suggested that our first need is the physiological need for food and water. And as we're seeing right now, as is evidence today, that is self-perpetuating panic of I need food, I need water, I need toilet roll, is actually resulting in the empty shelves and people's ongoing fear, increasing fear of going without. Our second need, according to Maslow, was this need for safety. And I think this is playing out in our demands on leaders to put our collective duty of care before all else. Um, The self-isolation that some people are choosing to do and here in Australia, the cancellation of, of group events to ultimately protect our health. And the third need that Maslow talks about is the need for belonging, a sense of connectedness and togetherness. And my concern is that this third need, a sense of belonging, is one that I think is really at risk right now. Let's face it, belonging is a pure basic human need. And if we forget to intentionally reach out to network, to connect, to nurture those important relationships around us, personal ones and professional ones, the resulting isolation and disconnection will absolutely have further far-reaching ramifications on our own health, well-being and personal success. And you've only got to look back to articles published most recently that themselves are talking about before even COVID-19 hit about this increasing epidemic on loneliness. In 2018, the World Economic Forum uh, published an article called Loneliness is a Much More Modern Phenomena Than You Might Think. And the author, Amelia Worsley, actually states modern loneliness isn't just about being physically removed from other people. Instead, it's an emotional state of feeling apart from others without necessarily being so. Gosh, how scary is that? She actually goes on to explain that now loneliness is more difficult to overcome because it's moved inward. It's now in our minds. And I would suggest this is the biggest risk that we have right now. The inward loneliness that we are at risk of feeling as individuals, as groups of people, as a community, because of what is going on externally. The reality is, if we feel this lack of support, if we don't have a sounding board to debate and discuss, a feeling, if we start feeling like everything rests on our own shoulders and that no one is there to help us and to support us, that can fuel feelings of isolation. So really what I wanted to share very quickly today is during these times of forced isolation and disconnection, the fact that we do need to intentionally nurture our inner circle and our network, I wanted to share with you seven ideas of how you can remain connected in times of isolation. So idea number one is 
Start being intentional. It's really important that you sit down and create a weekly plan to block out some time to reach out and check in with your network. Now, this isn't about hustling for sales, but it's more about building relationships with care at the core. Your weekly plan could be a call a week with one of your professional network. It may be a call for 15 minutes every morning and have a virtual coffee to catch up with people, but be intentional and plan it into your calendar. Idea number two is go face-to-face, but virtually. Um, It's really important that we continue to be able to see human beings, to see each other. So wherever possible, lock in virtual hookups so that you can see people's faces, albeit via a computer screen, but so you can look them in the eye and get a real sense of what's going on. You know, go virtually one-on-one. You might even want to do a virtual hangout of one-to-many. In my own community, we're setting up uh, Friday afternoon drinks, uh, a hangout via Zoom, just so that we can connect and check in on how the week has gone. Number three, be accountable to yourself. Managing distraction and avoiding procrastination is hard at the best of times, let alone when you're working from home uh, alone or with no one to keep you on track. So why not set up a 15-minute weekly accountability call with your personal butt kicker? And during this 15 minutes, review the good, the bad, and the ugly from the previous week, but also share and commit to your three big projects, your goals, the projects that matter for the week ahead. So hold each other accountable and hold yourself accountable. Get that prioritization in check. Idea number four, put care first. You know, we've got no idea how people are feeling. Um, Those of us that are more on the introvert scale may be quite happy working on our own at home. Those of us that uh, more on the extrovert scale, maybe finding it really hard not having that human to human connection and interaction every day. We actually don't know what's really going on in each other's heads or in each other's hearts. And it's at times like this that we really need to ask people how they are really feeling. Explore what is really going on for others. Listen deeply and get curious as to how you can help out and what you can do to help put other people's success, health and well-being first. And this leads me on to idea number five, one of giving unconditionally. You know, now more than ever, when everyone is having to manage ever-changing work plans and workflows, uh, the pressure on uh, business structure, on cash flow, on timelines. Now more than ever, we've all got to appreciate, in the words of Simon Sinek, like he talks about in his in his most recent book, that we all are all playing an infinite game. Now is about understanding that it is a zero-sum game where together we can actually drive change. So share your ideas and insight with no expectation of anything in return. Create opportunities that matter for others. Share business opportunities. Be prepared to invest your time and energy and get curious about what you can do to help and to give to others through this difficult time. Idea number six, keep learning. A life of continuous learning is essential to growth, ongoing inspiration, and a feeling of belonging to the moment. 
Harvard professor Linda Hill actually says, you can't think of something new unless you're being pushed to think in new directions. And you can't do that unless you're engaging with people who have a different viewpoint. So use this time to actually learn something, you know, block out some time to listen to webinars, to listen to podcasts, to read white papers, but make sure that you are constantly growing and challenging your brain. And number seven, be courageously you. Here's my um, belief. Going it alone will not sustain you into the long term. This is not going to resolve itself overnight and it really needs all of us to work together from a place of courage, from a place of acceptance and from a place of loving ourselves and each other always. This is not about hiding or pretending everything is okay. We all need help. I'm asking you to please have the courage to be vulnerable, to please reach out and to please ask for help. Share openly what's really going on for you, your fears and your concerns. Surrender and allow your trusted network to help you. It really is our sense of belonging, of connectedness, of togetherness that matters. And in this time of isolation and disconnection, we all have to work that little bit harder to connect with intent. If any of you need any help from me, please reach out, please email me, and please, let's stay together, let's stay connected, and I'm sending you lots of love, and please keep safe wherever you are. Over and out. That's it from me today. See you soon. We hope you enjoyed listening to The Janine Garner Show. To follow her blog, purchase her books, or find out more, visit her website, janinegarner.com.au. Brilliant people, extraordinary results.